0: Welcome to KFP3 Core cool Content. In um, this episode, we're going to talk about specific problems of children, um, starting with bedwetting. Uh, so, the causes of bedwetting include having any disturbance in arousal, having an overactive bladder, constipation, UTI diabetes, or anxiety. Um, you know, and it can be relatively normal um, in kids less than eight. The treatment of bedwetting is based around reassurance the child will grow out of it, praising the child for dryness, having a night light, using absorbent pajama pads, urotherapy, so spacing out drinks and, and that require avoiding, showering before school, treating any constipation, alarm therapy and nasal desmopressin. So moving on to failure to thrive, the definition of failure to thrive is weight less than the third centile or crossing two centile lines. History in failure to thrive will include, um, well taking the history would include things like the normal histories for kids. Features of failure to thrive on history include an exam, include being dysmorphic having developmental delays, jaundice, pallor, abdo distension, goiter, lymphadenopathy, and cachexia. Investigations would include, you know, looking for a cause based on exam, but things you might want to consider would be, you know, full blood count, UEC, LFTs, urine MCS, celiac screen, and looking at stool fats. Uh, Yeah. Exam in Failure to Thrive would include growth and height charts, looking at the abdo, looking at lower back, neuro-exam of the legs and doing a PR. Management constipation in children would be based around uh, laxatives, regular toileting three times a day, education, removing blame, celebrating poos and doing correct posturing. Uh, and doing stickers for behavior modification. Uh, In terms of a child struggling at school, the features of history you'd want to think about would be duration of the difficulties, presence of family stressors, domestic violence, hearing assessment, visual assessment, teacher collateral, uh, subjects enjoyed, what the child's good at, bullying at school screen time, maternal depression. Good screening tool is something called the PEDS, Peds a screening tool. Uh, features of exam: things you want to look at would be, obs, height, weight, head circumference, uh, visual assessment, ENT, hearing assessment, observing social interaction and speech, performing simple tasks to assess fine motor skill, asking him to read an age-appropriate book, uh, checking comprehension by reading questions from the book and looking at muscle strength. The definition of a specific learning disorder is that you have a neurodevelopmental disorder with impaired ability to read, write or perform maths. The diagnostic criteria are that you have learning difficulties and impaired academic skills for more than six months. Measured clinical assessment of skills is below the chronological age of the patient and causes impairment in everyday living activities. Symptoms manifest in school-aged kids but sometimes adults must rule out uh, intellectual disability, visual impairment, hearing impairment, and such, social factors. The other causes of learning difficulties include genetic and organic and biological factors, epilepsy, sleep apnea, iron deficiency, client filters, social causes, know, parent neglect, multiple relocations, conflicts. School issues, so like a lack of exposure or an ineffective school system or bullying at the school, and mental health in the child. You know any of the mental health issues. Management of a specific learning disorder includes discussing special needs with the school, plans with special ed services, psycho ed assessment with a child psychologist, speech therapy, pediatrician, OT, multiple the disciplinary learning clinic, and external tutors. Uh, And the RCH recommendations for referral in learning disorders would include uh, the child not functioning as expected in school, the cause of learning problems not clear, routine school assessments not effective or sustained, previous assessments not well understood, child developing anxiety or low self-esteem and significant parental concern. The role of GP in managing SLD is early referral to professionals and for hearing and visual assessment following up results, providing clear information, education for the parents, uh, regular monitoring and direction and guidance. The complications of learning disabilities are obviously academic and behavioral issues. Uh, Lastly, moving on to lead poisoning. So the, the diagnostic triad for lead poisoning is lethargy, abdo pains and irritability in a child. Sources of lead in the environment would include paint, solder, copper pipes, PVC piping, because it's in there. Living near lead smelters, uh, like living in Broken Hill or Port Pirie, cigarette smokers, shooters, and living near lead smelters, which we said. The features of lead poisoning include colic, abdo pain and paralysis, and remembering the triad is lethargy, abdo pains and irritability investigations in lead poisoning uh, include measuring whole blood lead not just serum lead um, in research settings you can do x-ray fluorescence and apparently you can identify the source by the lead isotope isotope the current acceptable lead level in Australia is 10 mics per liter micrograms per liter The increased risk factors for kids for lead poisoning include crawling on the ground, hand-to-mouth activity, and kids' brains are more sensitive. Consequence of lead exposure is a reduction in intelligence, behavioral disturbances, ADHD, criminality, violent crime, anemia, renal damage, hypertension. You get a full-blown encephalopathy over 80 micrograms per litre. Brain matter loss and cognitive decline and the inflations in pregnancy are that lead freely passes the placenta. So avoiding any activities that might increase your lead exposure during pregnancy are recommended.